What is going on people? Welcome back to the CEO cast, number one place for showcasing business and entrepreneurship. Now today, you lot join me on the most anticipated, most awaited part two of CEO cast history in a long time. You lot have been dying for it. Big Chrono himself. Sapsin, William, you alright? I'm good, man. I'm good. This is good to finally see you again after such a long I time. No, no. Sorry for the delay, guys. Sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> been busy. You know, life got a bit hectic. Yeah. A lot's changed. All good since, things. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot has changed. Since. It's been well over a year now, hasn't it? Yeah, since like, we've done it. Like yeah, last August, July, we've done it. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, when I said uh, we're going to do part two, the first thing you put up on your story was the fact that you've gone up tenfold since then. <laughs> so, I mean, that says enough for itself. Uh, yeah, maybe exaggerated. But you know, things change differently for both of us. Obviously, you got new colour hair. Yeah. Um you've had you've been married. Yeah. I'm, I'm married. You got married a yes. month after the podcast. Yeah. You had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, new cars, everything, life changed, and also things changed for me. I started my waist weight loss journey because you commented on my Instagram and said I look like a lamb chop. <laughs> so I was like, Yeah, I'm not having it, I'm not having it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'll, I'm happy to see you in this shape. I've done well. Even when I see your abs coming out, yeah. well done. Abs coming out, yeah. I don't know about that one, but yeah, I don't even think we're gonna nah, get it. Keep there. it up, keep it up. Trust me. <laughs> so yeah, we've well, been otherwise, man. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and set the bell notification to all, so you never miss a single episode. The year, oh, the year, the year has been. It's been good to me. I've yeah. said it's had its ups and downs, but overall, alhamdulillah, the year has been great. Can't complain. Let's start with that though. So I said, you know, or you said you've gone up from tenfold. Mm. How so? And. Honestly, I was, just, it, yeah. I was just trying to get you some views when I said tenfold. Like it's yeah, gone up, gonna, it's gone up and bro. down. This, this is going to get views regardless. We're, 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 we're in the middle of a, you know, we, well, we're just starting a recession, so yeah. things are changing. People are taking losses, like myself. But it is business, it is life. Mm. That obstacle uh, will overcome. What's changed? Well, where was we in the last podcast? Where was I? Um, yeah. I'd just been home. Yeah. I just come home. Just come out. That summer was my first summer out after yeah. two years away. Um, was yeah. it? Would it take you a while for you to get back into the rhythm of things? Because obviously we've done that podcast, like like you said, that first summer that you come back out. Nice, been almost like two years since you've come back out. Yeah. So during that summer, the whole thing, everything was going great. Yeah. I came out with a plan, and I stuck to it, and I was, I was on my grind. But it all sort of like went downhill. Not downhill, but I took a few losses, mm. and things started to have that effect along it came in stages okay well like almost like a snowball effect yeah yeah but then yeah you know i grabbed on and i climbed back up and i kept going yeah and so right now we're on the way up i hear that you got loads of nicknames as well mr rm chrono adam well, honest, ev- everyone knows me as mr rm now it's mad it's Is mad it? people what? know you less- Do people not come up to you say no one says chrono anymore everyone says mr rm every time i see somebody i'm driving these flash like, colorful cars yeah. whatever Oh, Mr. RM, Mr. RM, I'm thinking. But these are young people calling me Mr. RM because they're the new followers. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't you know, know like 18, 20 years. Yeah, but they don't know because I've had the Instagram since like 2014, 15. Yeah. All the originals, OGs, they know me as Chrono. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. so, so if I had to title this podcast, yeah, with your name in it, mm. what do I put? What do you think uh, will be more better suited? Chrono? Chrono I'm, I'm Chrono, like Chrono Mr. RM, Chrono, whatever <laughs> you want to call me. Like, I, I prefer Chrono. Yeah. Just for me, but they can't pronounce it. A lot of people are like, oh, what, uh, what, what does that say? Wait, when you say Mr. RM, oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, it's, four yeah. it's like four letters. This episode is brought to you by Lord Timepieces. Now, if you've been watching CEO Cast for a while, you would know that over the years, I've been wearing these Lord Timepiece watches. They offer some of the most comfortable, luxury and affordable watches that you can wear anywhere. I'd literally wear them when I'm going out and about, meeting VIPs or even going on holiday or even when I'm working. So if you want to get yourself a nice luxury watch without breaking the bank, make sure you go to lordtimepieces.com and use the code CEO 
podcast for 10% off plus free shipping. They've got a huge, vast collection of watches and I'm sure you'll come across one that suits you the most. So once again, go to lawtimepieces.com, use code CEOcast for 10% off plus free shipping. We all do love a bit of free shipping, don't we? You know, I think it's the Mr. That's why I put myself as me, Mr. CEO. Yeah. Like when you put Mr. in front of it, it just holds more weight in that. Nah, definitely. But talk to me, man. Where are we right now? People might be able to see that we've got a beautiful view. Uh, we're in my office, uh, Canary Wolf. We chose this time for a reason. Beautiful view. I don't know if you guys can see it or not. I think you can actually. Perfect sunset. Can't go wrong. Can we um, add in that this is the second take? Do you want to? I don't mind. Yeah. All right. Know. Cool. So basically what's happened, guys, I'll be honest with you. Raheem came to do the podcast a week ago. I'm going to put a clip in here right now. This RM in my wrist right now, which yeah. I'm going to state that I haven't bought. Yeah. Yeah. How much did you get that for? Don't lie to them, bro. Oh, no, but you Money's up now. You've done Andrew Tate. Yeah, Come on, bro. bro. Them views made you racks, bro. Don't, yeah. don't be humble right now. You know, this this podcast, we're not being humble, you know. Right. Yeah. So we've done it a week ago. It weren't the best of clips. I'm not going to lie. It was not. It was, it was he good. He liked it. But I was stuttering. I had too much going on in my head. I weren't feeling it. He sent it to me. It was like my worst angle. It was like this. No, no. It was like, a I good was like angle, this man. the whole way through. It was a like, good angle. It was not. It, it wasn't it. It wasn't the one. It was but sick. Do you know what? It, it's going to be young. X amount of people seeing it. Yeah. I wasn't interested in that being on YouTube. Yeah, no, but might show them a clip. They we might had agree. so many good props in that video. Well, we can do. I'm sure you can we'll, we'll go we'll, over we'll it again. Something around, but Definitely. I mean, like, right, just to talk to people who obviously that's not going to come out yet. In your office, what have you got there? Like, Forget the watches. That's one thing. Yeah. But then you've got so many accessories and everything that goes yeah, alongside we can, we can the take, we can, we, You can show them a little clip from the last time in the office. No, no, I'm no. A no collect, I'm a collector of luxury goods. Just for the clip for the gram and TikTok. Just name a few of the accessories and the price tags that you got in your I got, office. I got Birkins. Yep. I got 50, 100 grand Birkins. Yep. I got LV sneakers. I got Goyard bags. I yep. got L- LV bags. So like, I got collectors, got rare L- items. Uh, AP golf club. I got case. A- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I do. I do. That golf, that golf club was, I think it's one of 10 pieces in that yep. color. I don't play golf. Mm. But it's something that some other people don't have. And I want it. It's just exclusivity, innit? Yeah, that's it. That's just yeah. that's what I'm used to. You know what? When we ended the first podcast that we'd done, we ended pretty much on a cliffhanger. You said we'll come yeah. back for part two talking about your past life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you think we should start there now? You can do. Yeah, let's start. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, you know, we ended up, when we done the first podcast, we started talking about when you got into watches mm-hmm. yeah at that point and you would have been how old then for people who haven't seen that podcast how old were you when you got into watches like properly yeah yeah i was in the early 20s all right so that's basically when we started yeah. like but i knew watches i knew watches from a young age mm. probably from like 16 17 i knew about watches how so um like i said i think i said this in my last podcast my brothers and I grew up again, uh, yeah. with people that wanted little materialistic things, mm. luxury items, and that was it. Made me want it. So then, what did you get up to in your childhood days, man? Childhood days. Yeah. Who's I, the I, real I chrono I was, from ENS? I was a troublemaker. I was not chrono. I was, do you know what I'm saying? I yeah, was just, just add on from ENS. Oh, I was the guy. I was I was this Bengali kid yeah. that nobody in Ilford liked. Pretty much, my area was Gujaratis and Pakistanis. Yeah. They weren't feeling me. Well, there weren't that many Bengalis no, back in Ilford. I think there were two two families that I knew of. Okay. I went two families, honestly. I went to a school without two Bengalis. Is it? Yeah, honestly. Which Cri- school? Christchurch Primary School. Okay. Like, the two families. That's, yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But I knew from young that this area that I live in was not feeling me. So I did everything in my power, like, not knowing that I'm doing it. So subconsciously, I was... 
trying to do something that you know piss these people off yeah such as such as just show off to the max and do whatever yeah show that they're the scumbags not me do you know what i'm saying <laughs> much as they honestly look but do you think they saw you as a scumbag honestly girl? they did why they did they just did they honestly they just because you're all brown at the end of the day doesn't matter doesn't matter that's like you have different caste systems you have blah 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 everyone like looks at somebody as beneath them the asian problem that's the problems in asians yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is what it is um yeah so they just motivated me to do things don't get me wrong i wouldn't go and get a job as mm. you know i used to break the law as a kid i think i went to school in school how it all started making money i used to buy and sell things phones and whatever bits and bobs i think what in year eight or year nine bought a phone screen of ebay for a 3310 paid definitely the, you're throwing it back 3310 yeah <laughs> paid, paid, paid the guy what i can't generally i can't remember it was that pounds yeah for a screen he said put the money in the account my screen never came never came that ebay account got locked off suspended and that was it i so was what, like what that how, inspired how, you how, that was how, that, that just made me think what how do you open an ebay account and get away with it yeah. but it's so easy he didn't need nothing he didn't mm. even need a verified account like back then there's like, no we're talking 2000 and, we're talking 2002 you didn't need nothing it was very simple what I started doing at that age, advertising things I didn't have. And I was doing up to 500, 600, 700 pound goods. Uh, it was Ericsson flip phones, it was this, that, mm. laptops, things that just in demand. I'll go on Gumtree, oh, sorry, it was the Loot back then, yeah? The website called the Loot. I don't know if anyone remembers it. Do you remember no, it? No, no, I don't. Loot was like the Gumtree. Me, anyway, they used to go on the Loot, find adverts for sale, copy and paste the advert onto eBay. Advertise thing. A real scumbag shit. Right, I, need I, to, no I, need, I need to stop you here and ask yeah. you here. Have you um, been caught for this or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done, done, right, so you could talk yeah, about yeah, opening about five or come back to you. Oh, my criminal record is there. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? I, like, people think I went in jail just this time. Yeah. I've been in jail four times. All right, we'll get into that later on. But go on, yeah. Copy and pasting the ads. Putting it for sale. Yeah. People messaging. Cheap. Yeah, cool. I can pay cash collection. So I'm not around for collection. Um, I'll get someone to post it. Oh, I don't want to meet you with cash. Put the cash into a bank account. Mm-hmm. So they did. The 500, 700s, eventually grand, 1500s, putting multiple items for sale, putting money in our accounts, on own accounts, and not responding back to these people. Yeah. It was like 15, 14 years old, Straight making finessing. a grand a day, finessing people. Yeah. Uh, you know, like when I say scumbags, looking back, like anyone that does all that stuff, it's a scumbag. But you don't think, I didn't think, I didn't have no morals or anything. I did not think about what I was doing. I was just thinking about quick money. I'm just going to state as well, for anyone thinking of doing the same thing today in this age, it's not happening. No, no, it's not worth it. People do a lot of worse in this day and age, but it's not. There's always a new move that comes along. See, see, uh, the the bad energy that comes off it, it's not good, it's not worth it. I'll go into it. When I was making this money, you make noise with that 15 driving, nice cars, Golf V64 motions off like 32s. We had all these cars at 15 years old, 16 mm-hmm. years old. People from, Were you buying them or you renting them? No, no, buying them. There was no rental things back then. From, not never, even in. Nah, 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 we were not getting involved. I've never been involved in the rental life ever. Okay, yeah. We would be buying cars, Auto Trader, eight grand, 10 grand cars, we'd be buying them. The cars would last us a week. People would smash them up, try to nick our cars, all sorts. Was all, all they wanted was a piece of our, like a pie. Yeah. We weren't giving nobody nothing. Eventually, 
Uh, they caught up with me. They caught up with me. Police come, raided my house, arrested me, charged me. I can't remember how many. I'm probably about 40-something offences. Put it all under one. You don't have bullet uh, shells in your house this time, no? Nah, no, no, no. I don't want to talk about that ever again. Oh, that on, one's yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, got arrested. But along with that, um, I had, along with that case, I, when I was in bail, I got caught up with another case, an insurance fraud. So these cars that used to come our way, that people were smashing our cars up, blowing them up. We're losing money left, right and center. I was thinking, how did we do this? So we used to insure cars under legitimate people's names. Like you've got a license, we'll use older cousins or friends with a license. We'll use their name, insure their cars and whatever. So that was outside of like the protection. If anything goes wrong, we've got insurance, whatever. We started, you know, any problems with our cars, we used to have insurance claims. Now that led to us buying stolen cars. We stopped buying legit cars at that age. Why? Buy- Why buy stolen cars? Listen to this. Go on. A friend of mine had a bright idea. He's like, listen, we can get ringers. We can buy these cars. Yeah. Three grand, two grand, fifteen hundred pounds. Where they were cheap. I think they were cheap actually, to be honest. Brand new Audis. All sorts. Buy them, insure them under the fake plates, and then insurance claim on it. Put an insurance claim, crash it, whatever you're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So that started. That's what we did. We did that. And those you're buying those okay, so just put into perspective, yeah. Those are three grand cars. Yeah. Stolen, how much was the actual retail value of those cars? 30, 40 grand cars. Okay. So that makes sense. Cause I remember once upon a time I'd come across a guy who was uh, selling a, a R six ringer yeah. Yeah. for four bags. I think it was a 15 plate at the time. It was worth like 45 grand or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine we're smashing these cars. These cars cars will get blown up because we're still having problems with people trying to rob us all the time, kidnap us, all sorts. All this was happening in a daily life. Daily life, watching over your shoulder. Like, you don't trouble no one. No one you know anyway. Mm. We just do our little scams here and there, make a little bit of change. I spend it all on a new car here and there. But now this new scam came into effect. We did that. We did about a handful of them before you know it. The insurance companies we used to use for what's all these same similar claims coming across Ilford, Seven Kings. They've launched an investigation. We don't know about it. We, we're young. Do you know what I mean? We're like 16. We didn't care. Then, yeah, London Crime Squad got involved. This is before National Crime Squad. London Crime Squad got involved. Um, arrested about nine of us. Is it? Yeah, big case, big operation. Yep. It was... Um, what year is this? This is 2004 or 5. This is 5, 2004 or 5. Early then, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 4. Sorry, 2004 was, I got arrested. Yeah. It took him a year to build that case. It was a very big case. Eight, I think eight or nine of us back then got charged. We all ended up in... Not not all, sorry. Four of us ended up in prison. Mm-hmm. Including you. Including me. I was in remand for six months. Yep. While the case um, was going on, probably longer actually, nine months, sorry, nine months. And then they gave me a sentence mm-hmm. during, they gave me 18 months detention training order. It's not a proper prison sentence, but it is a prison sentence. It it, go, it goes off your, um, off your record after you're 18. Yeah. You're under 18, you can get that. So, but your remand time doesn't come off. So I ended up doing nine months from that time. So six, plus, six months plus nine months. That's what I ended up doing at the mm. age of 17. 20, 2005, June, I went inside. 
a couple of my friends ended up getting like seven years, six years, because they was involved in a different side, different offences. That along with the eBay stuff, I got sentenced all together. How long for? Uh, that was it. Oh, that was it. That was it. That was all one con- um, concurrent sentence. Let me let me ask you something there, yeah, because I personally haven't had any income from like legal means. Yeah. yeah. What is it that makes you carry on living that life and chasing money that way? Is it because you're constantly you're going to be looking at your, over your shoulder, regardless of how much you think you're you're up or you're going to be making money, you're always going to think either feds or you're going to attract the wrong people, wrong yeah. time. So what is it? Is it almost like thrill, or is it you just think you don't give because there's money there regardless nobody is I'd find it hard to believe anyone say they don't give a shit everyone mm. gives a shit everyone has a fear everyone has a worry yeah now at the time it was uh, I was just naive I wasn't thinking I was just living for the moment as you grow older and you go through trauma and you go through things in life mm-hmm. you think to yourself you know what you look at people you look at everything you get wiser you don't want to get involved it's not worth it and that's, that's, that's my advice to young people. It's not worth it. But, you know, everyone goes through a phase where they've got to learn. That's the learning curve. Some people won't ever learn and their life will spiral out of control and it affects the people around them. But some people do. Some people, like myself, uh, I've been through enough to know, mm. you know, this, this is not for you. Like, like I said, when I got into the watch game, the car game, my life was completely, I was much as like, probably 99% legit. The little, little dumb things I would do that got me in trouble the last time. Yeah. I shouldn't have even gone prison for That's the reality of it. Yeah. But like I said, I attracted. So I was just going to say, obviously you've been to prison after that. Did you not learn from then? What do you mean? You know, like when you go to prison, like, you know, as you were saying. Did I not learn at that time? Yeah. So that was uh, 2007, I think I come out. No, in the 2006, I come out. Yeah. I came home. I was a good guy. I never got into no trouble, never got arrested, no nothing. I was buying and selling little cars here and there. When I came out of prison, when I went to prison that time, I had no money. Imagine that, making all these little thousand pounds a day here and there for a thing, then the insurance has claimed 20, 30 grand, 40 grand, whatever. Yeah. Splitting in between all your friends and going to jail, no money. You're relying on your family to send you 50 pound postal orders a week. Mm. Like, it didn't it's last. Dead. It wasn't yeah, worth yeah, yeah. it. It wasn't worth it. But the lesson was, so after that, I come out, kept it clean, kept everything going, best best as I could. Now, what's what I did after that? I was paranoid about everything. I was on license. I didn't want to get into trouble. I don't want to go back to jail. Jail's not a nice place. Although it can be fun, whatever. But it's not where you want to be. Yeah. Um, I've come out. I kept my head down, buying and selling cars. I was buying damaged cars, fixing it, selling it, whatever. I used to have it do it with a good friend of mine. Well, at the time, he was a good friend. He was older than me. Um, long story, I won't, I won't go into it, but the guy ended up robbing me for everything I had. He ended up setting me up to lose all the little money I had. He owed me money for a car, and there was bits and bobs going on. I was 20 or 21. Now You say long story, but we've got to go into a long story. At least a little the, brief understanding the, of it. He was like my partner. Yeah. I trusted for him how long everything for? for about a year, a year and a half. Yeah. Okay, cool. He was a very good guy at the time. He was older than me. We um, doing damage-repaired cars together. I think he took a loss somewhere in Fort Hart and his friends must have pressured him mm. to pull this scumbag move on me. And yeah, I think all together was like 30-something thousand pounds. So oh, a is lot it? Of money. Okay, yeah, a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a lot of money. And that, that, that triggered me. Is he from the same area as usual? Yeah. That triggered me to go in that into 
back to being a scumbag. So what? Because you thought, how can someone do this to me? People yeah, but I wasn't looking to do the same thing. However, I tell you what I did. I ended up uh, going back to stolen cars, buying and selling stolen cars real quick, handling stolen cars. Mm. Got arrested within two weeks. Imagine that. Two weeks of doing it. I was pissed off trying to make my quick money back fast. Yeah, because obviously you just lost 30 I, grand. I just lost all my money. Yeah. I worked a long time for this money. I was young. I was like 20 or 21. Two weeks I got arrested. Um, they arrested me for a bunch of burglaries, car-related offences, because car, most cars are stolen. Classes of burglaries. They are burglaries. Yeah. For handling stolen goods, whatever, I got charged straight away. Went to court straight away. Pleaded guilty. I got sentenced straight away. Nothing long. Within eight, from start to finish, I was in prison for the second time in my life. Within a month, yeah, man. and I got three years and two months. I went for a pill. I got two, I got six months dropped off. Two year, eight months, whatever it was. I did half of that, and that was at the age of twenty one. So, I, again. I came out with nothing. It was a. So you've experienced like both spectrums, both sides of life. Yeah. Obviously, the life you live now is completely different. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll get into this later on more as well. But the lessons and everything you had learned in your past life, essentially, with all the criminal activity, mm-hmm. would you say that helps you with the way you run, run your watch business now? Yeah, yeah. It, it helps me in terms of business, life, like just looking at things, just being a bit more cautious into anything. Double thinking, Cause you, thinking yeah, because you know you're street smart. Yeah. Not all dealers or jewelers are street smart. Yeah, and you being street smart, you'd be able to suss out a situation there and then if someone's taking trying to pull a fast one or whatever it is on selling a watch or buying a watch from you. Yeah, I'd like to think I do. I, I, don't get me wrong. Along the way, it's after that when I got into my watches. Mm. Um, like I said last time, I've took a few losses. Yeah, I got finessed a few times, bought the wrong sort of you know fake watch here there. Yeah. Things happen. I'm never gonna be like I'm never gonna be hundred yeah. um, percent. Like, I'm never gonna know what's what. Yeah, I'm trying my best. <clears throat> like to think I'm quite smart at what I do, mm. but time will tell. Everything there's constantly learning. There's always constantly things going on. You have to. You have to constantly learn. Yeah. So when I came out that time, basically from then that was like 2013 or 12, I flew straight. weren't interested in nothing. Just buying and selling watches, cars, doing up. This is when the lifestyle started. It's when Chrono 750 got activated. And, <laughs> yeah, and for like three years, I think, 2012, yeah, for like it three years. It must have been from when me and the other boys must have heard about you from the area. And Probably, yeah. Because obviously we're younger and we see Yeah, that Chrono was before no Instagram, yeah, yeah. That was it. So that's when that's when I started doing my thing. Yeah. Like I said, 2015 is when I got caught up in this, like my last case. Yeah. Which I think I was unfair. It is what it is. Mm. I'm not going to moan about it anymore. It's done. I've served my time. And and that's it. Exactly. That that's literally how we started. So Amazon FBA, I bet you've heard of it. If you're an avid viewer of CEO Cost, you will know that I've done a podcast with an Amazon FBA expert, Jake. And he's recently launched his own service alongside Crep Chief Notify, and it's called The Seller's Circle. In there, they teach you everything you need to know about Amazon FBA, from how to get the products, where to get them from, how to sell it, everything you need to know you name it, it's there. They've opened up to you guys and me so we can learn everything about Amazon FBA and how to get the ball rolling. So whether you want to make a couple thousand extra per month after your nine to five or whether you want to turn it into a full-time cash churning business, the choice is completely up to you. Seller Circle has literally just opened up a phone service where you can call them to book in and find out everything you need to know about what they offer. There's a link in the description below where you can book your call in and have all your questions answered. So if you've been looking to start a side hustle or you want to add another one to the list, make sure you consider Amazon FBA 
and use the link in the description so you can find out more. Adam, let's take a small intermission from the story and let's just discuss what we've got in front of us right now. Obviously, big briefcase. People yep. can see that on camera. Discuss us. What's can they, can they see it? what's on your wrist first, mate? On my wrist? Huh? It's just, uh, <laughs> I, obviously, I borrowed it from you. You tell me what it is. How about that? That's Mr. RM's signature right there. Yeah. How much is it? This, 300,000 yeah. sterling. 300,000 sterling. Mm -hmm. RM1103 rose gold. That's good money. I might have to yeah. wire the two. Yeah, that we, you know, will be equal. Yeah. I've also got 300 sterling on my so wrist. So what have you got on? I've got a white AP like ceramic a, yeah. perpetual calendar. That looks rare. Yeah, very special watch. Probably one of my favorite watches I have in my itinerary right now. But you know, what? I'm not gonna lie. The RM feels 10, 10 on your wrist. Yeah, yeah it's it feels big, like solid, chunky thing. Yeah, people don't, people don't. Solid chunk a lot of people, pe when people have money, yeah, they understand. What it, what, it, what it feels like yeah, yeah, yeah. to respect something that's worth a value. Mm. People that don't have money, not saying that it's a problem, you don't have money. You don't have money, you're, you're broke, you know, that's, that's your life. Now, for those who have money, they respect this watch. They can they won't call this watch ugly. They won't call it what? Ugly or stupid. People do. Yeah. Haters do. Yeah. But because they can't get it. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> it is what it is. You named yourself Mr. Oren, what, purely because of these watches? Yeah, yeah, that's it. The username was available to me through a friend that worked in Facebook at the time. He said, yeah. I can get your username. His username is Mr. AP. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, so, I know who he is. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, yeah, Aaron, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He got me the username. Okay. 250 quid. So shout out Mr. AP. Yeah, shout I need to get guy. him on the podcast as well, you know. He's the one who's done yeah, the emoji fresh yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, with uh, yeah, TG. Yeah, 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 he does his thing, man. I've got to yeah. give it to him. He's come a long way. Hats yeah, up to my guy. But we'll get onto this watch crime later on because you can never wear this in London or anything like that. But forget, forget our watches for a second. I'll say forget them, like you can forget them. But open the case. I don't know if you can see it, to be honest with you. Look, we've got two missing right now, as you can see why. Yeah, because we're wearing them. Yeah. All right, you, probably, you can't see them on camera. But obviously Pull you some do. of the special pieces up. Some of the special pieces. Look, I've got RM. I don't want to keep talking about RM right. special pieces. Look. In, in here right now, what's the most expensive one you got? The most expensive. Let's, let's wait one minute, actually. My man's hoovering. Crack on. Go on. Um, uh, what's the most expensive watch I've got here? Yeah. Oh, man, this is the thing. We're wearing the most expensive watches right now. Second, but I have special watches. Like, I don't know if you can see Frosty Rose Gold AP Blue Dial, mate. Poof, this watch. I would wear it, but it's brand new. It's got stickers and stuff. It's Blue Dial, let me see that. Very nice watch. Oh, that's heavy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these Rose Gold APs are solid. Like, so they, I've got something called a brick here. I don't know if you saw, but... um. Okay, that's so this nice. is this this is literally I call it a brick because I feel the weight difference. Yeah, that is mad. I don't know if you saw I done the podcast with Nico Leonard. He yeah. showed me that one of one um AP Royal. Yeah, Walk. tell him to stick that shit in the bin, man. I want to talk about these dead watches. What you think it's dead? Yeah, he was I don't care if it's one of like zero they, two mil though. I, I don't care. People can make telephone numbers in their heads. I'm not so, interested. Okay. Two yeah. mil where and where? Which planet, my friend? Please go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm not interested People talk a lot of shit See this game It's mad People get so upset Because you know my, my prices are real Realistic Today's live prices mm -hmm. Like people, stock market basically That's it This yeah. today's price I move for the market If I take a loss I take a loss If I make a profit I make a profit I'm yeah. entitled to my profit It's my business But businesses suffer losses too mm -hmm. It is what it is you just got to move it, isn't it? Yeah, that's You're it. You're better off selling yeah. the watch at a bit of a loss than holding on to it that's forever That's it I flip it into something else It is yeah. what it is yeah. Whatever losses come of any stock Right, I put so it in the books. Here's an interesting one then. Which one of these have you had the longest and are, would you say, struggling to sell, to get rid of? All right, cool. I'll give you an example. This is a 50th anniversary yep. Green Dial watch, yeah? I paid $245,000 for 
a few months ago when this was flying, mm-hmm. which I thought was cheap. Two months ago? No, a few months ago. Okay, yeah, few. probably about four or five months ago. Yep. Green Dow, 50th anniversary. $245,000 at the time was 200000 sterling. Mm-hmm. This same watch, within a few days of me receiving a watch, was at $200,000. I was like, wow, what's going on here? I thought maybe that's just a one-off. But it carried on going down. Along with the watch, rest of the watch market, but these new pieces were overhyped. Mm. Beautiful watch. It will go back up. It will correct to a stable price sooner or later. I've seen it already climbing, but I can afford to hold. It's my stock, my money. So I don't what, own nobody right now. Price of it. So this went all the way down to one twenty. One one twenty dollars. Yeah, it went down to. I wasn't looking to sell this at one twenty. Yeah. Now this watch is at one fifty. That's a hundred. And it sells at one fifty thousand dollars. Okay, it's still a loss. Yeah, but. I do believe it'll go back up. I'm still going to take some sort of loss on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not but as detriment I'm, I'm, as I'm, I'm, I'm not desperate to sell the, anything in this box because they're all mine. I own all, everything in here. Mm. I don't have to return this to nobody or, you know, like a lot See, of people, lot, uh, yeah, sale or return. Lot, exactly. Yeah, no, no, there's no sale or return in my box. Not at all. Not it's one. mine. Do you understand? This? Yeah. My box locked. <laughs> your I'm box saying, locked. That's the end of that. <laughs> What's your favourite watching? Honestly, uh, I'm so... Uh, the fav- my favourite watch right now is this. But... Mm. It changes all the time. I get, I get bored very easy, just like my cars. See, you, you you know the amount of cars I've had since last year. I bet you sold the Roma by now. The, no, no, the Roma is it's on it's on a trailer coming home now. Well, I, I lent it to uh, Mr. Hublot. Oh, okay. I lent it to him. He wanted to yeah, try yeah, it for a little while, yeah. see what he thought of it, yeah. and, and give me the G wagon. But we've reversed that now, mm. so literally I'll be I'll have it in the next hour or two. Oh, sorry, fair enough. Yeah. So then, yeah, so yeah, obviously you're flipping your cars all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you still got the Cullinan, right? Yeah, I'm assuming that's not going anywhere because that's just. Because I don't need to go anywhere. That's not the best car on the road. Yeah, exactly. That's a yeah. statement. You got that. You got the Roma. You had a 911 Turbo S. You got rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you had an M3. You had too many different things. Is it something that when you're involved in this lifestyle, you get bored quickly because there's always yes. new things popping up? Yes, there's new things coming up. And you think that's Although that like, something might not be boring to me today, mm-hmm. but if it might make me a profit. Now, money makes money. I've said this before. That sells today, it's not a problem. Even if I lose a couple of quid on this one, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. I'll flip that into something else that's got a screaming a profit for me. Yeah. So we just have to continuously rotate. It keeps going. That's how that like, that's what keeps me going. The hustle keeps me going. Like, I get very bored. I go on holidays, I go this, that, and I can't switch off unless I've done a deal. Mm. A deal might benefit from fuck all profit. But in my head, you've done a deal. I've done a deal. That's like, proper... like I don't care about the money anymore. It's come to a point in my life I don't care about money. I care you that get, I've got a job in myself. I've you got get a job in myself. From the, I get satisfaction from someone shaking their hand. That's it. Basically, that's it. That's like proper businessman, yeah. traders, yeah. sort of stuff. And I, and and over the last since I've come home, I realized a lot of people don't like me. They never really did, but openly, a lot of people. It looks so obvious. Why? What makes you say that? Ah, it's just they might find me arrogant, whatever. Some people that are you, lo- are you talking about people that you know? You just talk about random people. Oh, I'm around. talking about both. Okay. People that I know, that yeah. I, I work alongside, or people in the same trade. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are not in the same trade, even car dealers. There's certain car dealers that they would message me, DM me, that talking about watching, but they don't even follow me. And I get a lot of people like that. I'm thinking, you know, mm. what's, what's the need? What kind of sausage are you? <laughs> but it's all right. You can. You, you're coming to me. You yeah. need something. You want to talk about something. I'm not going to turn around and not talk to you. Mm. But just know I'm laughing at you. It's what it is. It's just, a lot of people don't like me, so that's why I keep going. I do it more so just to piss people off. So I get a deal done to make nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that somebody else can't have that deal. 
Those uh, petty ones. Yeah, I'll be petty as you can be. <laughs> Honestly, I was such a nice guy when I come home. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, you have that. No, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. No, but you saying that, obviously, I, I, I met you pretty much when you came home, right? Yeah. You still have the same charismatic characteristics. You're still the same guy like I see you as, but, but maybe just because I ain't done business with you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But you still seem I am. Like I can't change guy. who I am. Yeah. Who I am, I'm only going to be a better person yeah. going forward. Better person. But doesn't like mean... I went through a stage of being very humble, but people take your kindness for a weakness and think they can mm-hmm. push you around yeah, and yeah, what yeah. knows what, but it's not going to happen. So we are saying? Sometimes you've got to flex and stunt some, on them. Some, yeah, that's it. And I'm going through that phase right now. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna carry on for a little while. I'm not done. By the year's done, I might relax for a few months. Then I'll go hard. Don't know what's around the corner. Inshallah, whatever's coming should yeah. be bigger and better. Inshallah. I don't inshallah. know how much bigger and better I need. Yeah. I've got everything I want. But this lifestyle that you're living in, this flexy, stunty lifestyle, I get it, yeah? Because mm. for the businesses, uh, me, me and you is kind of like the same sort of thing, yeah? People love watching that shit. Like, if I put this on my story right now, guaranteed for a fact, I'm going to get at least 8,000 story views, yeah. whatever the case is, yeah? Like, your, your engagement goes up, everything goes up, views go up, everything. It works because people see the lifestyle and that funnels through to business, right? Yeah. So is that another reason why you do it or you just do it because everyone... Yeah, yeah, the second, the second one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly, I hear that. But that, 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 time, that, I, you know what? Truth be told, I don't even need social media. I don't even need Instagram to make money. Mm. I just need a phone. I went, I was in jail two years. Mm. I made it enough money. What was I posting? I wasn't posting myself. I wasn't posting nothing. But I was going. I don't need social media. I do social media for the haters. That's it. And then people look at it as motivation, which is also a plus side of things. Mm. You know what I mean? That's that's when I try to be humble and be nice and yeah. But you also attract a lot of negative energy from from being flexing and stuff like that. You do, you do. You do like. I'm pretty sure you probably got people watching you, finding trying to find out where you are, what you're doing at this time. Listen, trying to run up on you. Listen, listen, listen. People turn up to my locations and yeah. I get of course saying, "Yo, there's some funny activity going on." It happened to me last year after we done our podcast. After a month of getting married, I was out with my wife and friends in Mayfair in a restaurant. Come out, gone to the car. Without, within a split second, kids whacked me with the back of a machete. But I didn't realise it was the back of a machete at the time. He just said, hey, Crono, give it up. So he's known you already. He really knew who you were. Yeah, like, my missus is right behind me. I've seen that. I was like, yeah, do you know what? Take it. He's gone an electric bike. Go what on. did you have? What watch? Uh, it was a platinum day date. Um, it was expensive. It was £115,000 at the time. Mm. That watch all the, that went all the way to £160,000 value today. Anyways, what, what, what to do? Well, kind of, I called the police, I reported the incident, put it through my books. Um, I still ain't been paid back from insurance. I took, I took it out. I was going to say, with that sort of situation, you have to have all, yeah, the watches, all these watches yeah, on but, but yeah, but Yeah, it is for here. Yeah. Outside, they don't cover it. Reason being, unless I'm going to see a client. Mm. I'm not seeing a client at one, two o'clock in the morning in yeah, Mayfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not covered. Yeah. It's not, do you know what I mean? It's not covered. And that's it, I took the L. It's what? like if you had your car insured under work purposes only, yeah. you're not going to yeah. be working at one yeah. in the morning. So yeah. if anything's happened, then, you know, they're not going to cover it. Exactly. Exactly. Just that. And, and insurance will find any reason not to pay out realistically. That's it. You know how it goes. Yeah. From so, that point onwards, I've just like decided, be a bit more cautious. Like, when I was a carefree. I'd be wearing these RMs in London. I'm sure you've seen the posters that I was doing mm. whatever. I still do. So in moderation by knowing what I've got or if yeah. I've got security or I've got personnel with me. I was going to say, so looking back at that situation where you were robbed for your Daytona, yeah? Yeah. Do you think there was a, a, a mistake in particular that you made 
whether it was posting a live Instagram story, mm. posting a picture, or one of your mates tagging you where you are and you know showing off the watch, what was it? If you could look back at that memory, what was right it? Now, it was somebody that seen me in that in that place that night that spotted me. Someone in person. Yeah, because I didn't actually post that on social media where I was. So you're saying basically, me and you, you're wearing AP, I'm wearing RM. Let's just say next mate you down there and says, yeah. look, these lot are wearing watches. Come yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Obviously they can't because we're in a secure building. Yeah, of course. And that's but, exactly how it goes on the outside. Yeah. Nine times out of 10 is somebody that's seen you or somebody around you that set you up. See, this brings me on to watch crime in London, yeah, because uh-huh. it's disgusting, as you both know. Yeah. As I said, this RM... Either someone's going to run up on me or they're just going to straight machete my hand off and, yeah. and take the RM. No, no shit's given. Same yeah. thing with your thing, yeah? Yeah. What do you think is the cause of that? What's the cause of that? I think, to be honest, social media is the cause of that. Mm. Like Instagram is the cause of that. People are flexing. Okay, cool. Not saying people can't flex. I flex. That doesn't mean we shouldn't be flexing because some scumbag, some dirty cunt wants to rob people. Yeah. Like, that's their life. That's their hustle, robbing people. Like I said, and everyone goes through phases. These are all young kids doing it. And that's that the crime level is worse over the years. Mm. That generation is fucked. Now, that's that's their come up. Because it's happened pretty much every yeah, single every day. Every single day. Now, yeah. what's amplifying it is accounts like Watch Crime UK and Crime Blog Pages, all this shit. Because they're just showing people how easy it was. Yeah, but they're, they're raising awareness okay, at the same they're, time. They're, all right. But people should be aware. We live in, tw- like, 2022 people should have been aware if they're not already yeah but like before because like, everybody like, knows somebody you own a watch you know somebody else does somebody would have told you be careful with your watch yeah but like we said earlier not everyone's street smart it's not even about you street might get someone smart. who's grown up and and been cushioned their whole life essentially mm. where they think the world's not a dangerous place yeah me and you street smart we grew up in the same area we know exactly what goes on from day done dot you know what i mean some people are like that. So don't you think these pages are always raising awareness to those people who've been cushioned their whole life? I think I think it's over the top. I don't think um, every single day they're dedicated to get clout, not raise awareness in my eyes. They're dedicated to wake up. Oh, we need views. We need views. It's become an addiction for them. That's it's fine. Crack, yeah? been robbed. Now, they're posting videos. Oh, this happened in 2020. This happened in 2019. Okay, we understand. You've shown how bad London is. Yeah. But every day you're doing it because this is now your job. To get the views. Now, this is how you want to live your life. And now what you're doing now is making it easy for the, for the next person planning their robbery. Mm. You're showing them how what, what, what mistakes they made, what mistakes they didn't make, making people realise that. Yes, yes, because they're basically showing people who... Of who course, of it, course. How easy it is, as you said. Yeah. You know, all you got to do is run up to someone with a machete or yeah. whatever and the watch is coming off and yeah. it's yours. Yeah. You know, and there's not many precautions of it. People, I think, I think I saw someone they got bagged for three months or something like that. For stealing a 300 grand watch. Yeah, there's different types of theft. You know I mean, if there's no robbery, if it's just pickpocket and you get six months, whatever, but you're putting that machete with somebody, you're getting years, you're getting eight, ten years. Yeah. Like, easily. Whoever says otherwise is talking nonsense. There's no judge giving someone for an armed street robbery uh, six months. It's not possible. But if they, if, if, there's a difference between theft and robbery. Robbery involves violence. Mm. Then armed robbery involves a weapon. It's two different things. I know, I know the law. I've been to the system. I know exactly who gets what. And those people that you know, don't get no sentences because they're, they're ballied up. They, they're quite smart, but these dumb robbers, yeah, they're so stupid. They put, they when they rob a watch, they put it on their Snapchat, they get excited, they, they, they advertise it everywhere. We've got this. Like, word gets around. I know who robbed me. You know what I'm saying? I know who robbed me. Like, that's what I'm saying. I know. But I don't want to go back to jail. You know what I'm saying? 
in that situation. What goes like, around comes around. Have you just got to take that ill? Take it on the gym? I took it. I took it. The next day I was in the gym deadlifting four and a half plates. Yeah, but it's 150 like, bag L. Oh, it doesn't matter. To take it's, that on the chin is mad. It was 115, yeah? 115. But it doesn't find. This, this, that L there was one of many Ls over the years. That weren't my biggest L. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? That weren't my biggest L. So I'm immune to taking losses. It doesn't bother me. I bounce back twice, three times more. God gives me more. All the time. Because I don't, I don't sweat it. Yeah. Honestly, I do not sweat it. People have tested my patience to a point where I felt like, you know what? I'm just going to go. But I did it. I did it. More times these people end up dead themselves. Mm. I'll be honest. A they lot of people over the years have done me wrong. Where are they now? They're dead, six foot buried. Yeah. Right. All behind bars. Or, yeah, All behind bars is, is, I don't like people going behind bars. They don't, some people, because there's good people in there and then they'll give problems to those good people. Jail is nothing. Like, why go Joe? What are you going to do? You're going to come back out and be a scumbag. You ain't going to change that level of scumbag. Do you know what I mean? There's levels of being a scumbag. There's Persons. little fraudsters like myself. It was a scumbag. Class myself as a scumbag, but these robberies and aren't like this, that, that. That's never going to leave their DNA. That 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 life is always going to be for them. I, wanna, I don't see people turning. I want to talk about the like biggest that. L that you mentioned there because you said you had an L bigger than that. But before I do, I just want to say that I can't remember I was having a conversation with someone yesterday or two days ago, in fact, yeah, where these criminals are incriminating themselves because they're making putting on social media and TikToks and stuff. Um, the specific situation me and that someone was talking about is someone's Rolls Royce Phantom got stolen and then the thieves made a TikTok of changing the plates on the Phantom. And then, I, think, I didn't see that. But yeah, yeah, it's, they, yeah it's, it's dumb shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. To them, that's excitement. Yeah. Like, why yeah. would you, if you're going to... You can't gonna, say why. The only thing is it's just stupid and young because I guarantee these people that did it weren't grown-ups nicking cars. They were young kids. Yeah. And that generation, all they want to do is brag to their friends. More time, they did probably post it on places that's a bit more personal, private, or mm. sent it within their group chats. And someone has made yeah, a someone's TikTok. exposed it. Yeah, someone just yeah. thought it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, oh, that's not got his face in it, whatever. Yeah, post um, it anyway. Post it anyway, yeah. and it just goes around. So, what's the biggest oh you've taken then? Biggest not within the last year of you coming out or us doing the podcast, just in general. What's the biggest L you've taken? The biggest L I took was in Dubai. I didn't really. I don't think I went into it that one day. What Julie? Nah, I didn't no, go into it. I still don't want to go into it, but I got set up by a friend that who I thought I was a friend. Mm. It was over a million pound. It weren't all mine, but the L was over a million pound. Now I was in the run living in Dubai. When you say it wasn't all yours, what do you mean? So it was like a shared transaction sort of no, thing. No, no, it wasn't a transaction. A house got burgled yeah. in Dubai. So when people say these crimes don't happen in Dubai, they've been happening a long time. House got burgled. Not even burgled, knocked on the door, hooded up, maid opened the door, they've run in, tied the maid up, went straight upstairs to the safe, emptied it out. A uh, lot of stuff was outside the safe. It's the bag, you're not thinking straight. 15, 16, 15 or 16 watches, RMs, AP, skeletons, protects, all sorts. And those who are watching this that know me, they know this is a true story. It's, that, it's, it's a big thing. I didn't know at the time who it was. Called the police. So what, was it your yard or something? No, it was a good friend of mine's house. I was on the run. Yeah. So I would keep all my prized possession valuables at my friend's house. Mm. It was like my oh, brother. Okay. So, that's so his house got targeted. Yeah. And his house got targeted for all those watches. And my watches were with his watches. He always used to say, don't bother leaving your stuff at yours. Whatever. Even... So that when that will happen, call the police, whatever. But Dubai is very strict. The first thing these police did is arrest all of us, him, me, anyone that's called him, anyone's friend. They arrested every single person, held us in the cells, shouting, screaming, whacking my head over a piece of paper. You done Why this? Did... You set it up. Yeah. You done insurance? We didn't even have insurance. What are you talking about? 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We've just this is this, this all just all gone on. Six months later, anyway, nothing. No, not a peep of who's done it. No, nothing. Six months later, a friend of mine gets arrested with one of the watches, or he was a friend at that time. Oh, is it? Yeah, but then it all fell into peace. So when when the robbery happened at the time, were you friends with him then? Of course, he was someone telling me it was my other friend. Okay. So it all fell. Everything that he was trying to get into my head, blaming this and the other, but all along it was him. No matter what anyone says. With you. Yeah. So what anyone says, he tried to say no, no. He just bought the watch, or whatever. But it's too late. He's sitting in prison in Dubai. He was trying to get his way out of it, saying mm. no, I've got it, whatever. Eventually, he got off with it. But I went. You know, screaming at oh, I'm a snitch, blah blah blah. Yeah, my friend, explain to me where the snitching went on. So, how did they catch him? He caught, he, he swapped the car watch for a car, oh. and then the car dealer sold the watch, yeah, back into the market. And the market already flagged serial number. I said, Yo, I know your watch, it's here. And then he got arrested, blah blah blah. Look, yeah, that's it. That's the and that was that's 15 or 16 watches. I can't remember, it was over one million pound at the time, and uh, half, over half of the watches were mine. That's mad, yeah. That's it. And, and then, I went, like, when he when, when he was in prison, I went to prison in Dubai. I got extradited back. And it is what it is. This episode is brought to you by Sunna Musk. Now, if you don't already know about Sunna Musk, I don't know where you've been because they've got some of the nicest and most long-lasting perfumes out there. One of my top favourites is the Arabian Nights Oil. And just a couple drops keeps you smelling fresh the whole day. Sunna Musk have got stores all over the UK. So chances are, wherever you're watching this from, they've probably got a store near you. And if not, they're also online based as well. So there's no reason for you not to get it. And if you don't know what fragrance you want to get, I suggest going to the store, checking them all out and seeing which one you like the most. So get your Sunna Musk fixed today and use the code CEOCAST15 for 15% off your purchase see what we were just talking about the whole social media awareness of like criminal activity and stuff i think it's good that dubai don't glorify this shit at all yeah because if it does happen in dubai yeah i'm not saying it doesn't if it does happen in dubai it's not on social media because if it was people would probably be doing it more and more and more yeah and therefore dubai still seems like a reasonably safe place that's it that that, that literally you've said it you got a nail on the head to a t that's it. See, I'll, it is. It, 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 things happen everywhere, but London has got worse because of these people posting it on social media. That, yeah. That's it. So does this make you want to go back to the bio at all? Obviously, I know you had bad experience there because of that. Yeah, what? but there's. Just, I'll go back. I'll go back. I won't ever live there permanently. I'll go back. I'll base myself there. Be back and forth. I'd go back. It's still a nice place because your business can run from anywhere. I'm sure you anywhere, don't sell, it can, it, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of watches course, to people in London. No, it's not just watches. Like I have a few avenues of income now. Mm. I do crypto. I do a few other things, bits and bobs. I have got the car sales, but I can literally buy and sell any commodity. Mm. So I'll be good wherever I am. You're telling me. Oh, speaking of one of your incomes, you were telling me last time that you're buying and selling cars now. Mm-hmm. So. When did that happen? Obviously, I know it's clearly been happening for a while. Yeah. So you've had experience with it. But when did you, did you decide to now actually get into it properly? I'm still not into it properly, but I do it more. Okay. Because I'm constantly flipping a car. Yeah. People are swapping cars for watches. So the cars you're getting, out. like the Roma, yeah. is that with the purpose of buying and selling? No, I paid top money for that Roma. I paid, it was the most expensive Roma for sale in the country. Yeah. I bought it from Amari. Shout out Amari. Shout yeah. out Amari. Came it from to your cost. Very expensive. Even now you can get Roma oh, twenty grand. Uh, no, no, two, uh, two, two sixteen. Uh, even now you can get a Roma cheaper. Yeah, way cheaper. Twenty thirty grand cheaper you can get. But they're meant to be the uh, base model Ferraris, right? But the, obviously the new gen. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. But you drive that car, you look at it. You're not looking at it as a base yeah, yeah, model because it's still they're, like they're, they're fucked that way. Even if people even are thinking that once you drive drive that car, you don't want to drive the four eight eights and all these other things. That is 
You had a 488 as well, isn't it? I've got a 488 now. Are you still got it? Yeah, the fully full high spec, everything carbon inside out. And what you prefer the Roma? Yeah, the 488 is dead. Like is that, I drove the F8 the other day. Yeah. The F8 don't drive is nowhere as good as the Roma. Is it's it? Faster. I the F8 would have no, as well. It's a little bit faster. Hmm. But honestly, the Roma, the whole interior, the digital dash bless thing. Everything I buy has to have spec. I'm like, I'm I'm Mr. Spec. That should be my new Instagram as well for the cars. <laughs> The uh, Mr. AP, game, if you're watching this, he's looking for the name now. Uh, spec game is mad. Everything I want to buy now has to have top top spec. Like literally, spec is mad. You're calling them spec. You got like maroon leather interior or something, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Shooting stars, the works. Yeah. Like honestly, even the Roma, black with orange Hermes leather, mm. full carbon exterior, passenger display, the works. And you were gonna buy a uh, SF90 as well, wasn't it? I was. I was gonna buy it the other day. Uh, I was telling you from George. Shout out George GV as well, my guy. Yeah. Was gonna swap the cutting in for it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So that would have been that. Would have, that uh, you got a kid, man. You need a family car. Yeah, I guess. I'll buy a little seven seat or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you got the cutting in there. You got the cully. I've, I've been wanting the SF night. The prices keep dropping on it. But the one I was buying was yep. fully loaded. I had a, the set of Feriano pack, whatever it was, whatever it's called. We had the pack. We had the one. That's why I thought it's top spec. I didn't do too much homework until I put it up. I'm buying it on my story. Someone messaged me saying, "You do know that car don't have front lift because that pack oh, is for track." Okay, okay. Straight away, YouTube quick review. Yes, that's true. It's true. George, sorry, I'm not buying a car. I'm very sorry. I am a tire kicker. That's it. He just said, "You know what?" <laughs> no, but I went tire kicker because you would have bought that car. Yeah, I would have. But now, honestly. I'm still looking for one. It needs to be the top spec. I'll buy it and the time is right. Like I'm just waiting for one to come up in that sort of price bracket. That was mm. a good deal though. That was a very good deal. It's just, I would have been pissed because I had a 488 in Dubai when I bought it. I didn't know about the lift business. You don't even need lift in Dubai though. No, you do. They've got a mad speed humps when you're going to malls and all these little places. Like the roads are fine, no potholes, but when you hit a, when when you hit a, them, big I don't think I've ever come across a speed up in Dubai. No, you do. I drive get, every single time in Dubai. Like, honestly, like. go to the palm, you hit the sides. Oh yeah, they, no, they, the palm's different. Yeah, but that's, yeah, but just they're but they're everywhere. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, you know, uh, on the way to the Bible and stuff. That's like why that. I didn't buy it. I wasn't, um, I wasn't capping. I will mm. buy one. All right. So if anyone's got SF ninety for sale, make sure you shout Chrono, yeah. shout me, so I can do a deal. The specs got to be insane though. Inside, outside, carbon, full works. Yeah, carbon engine bay that works. If you've got carbon wheels, amazing. But if you don't, it doesn't have to be. So then obviously these cars are for your personal collection, yeah? Yeah. What cars, what category of cars are you buying and selling? Uh, same just, same sort of category or? No, nah, like uh, cheap cars. Golf, Golfs, mm. Audis, um, just minis, little little bits and bobs. Mercs, like little, I had an E63S the so other what's, day. What's the, uh, M5s uh, and bits and bobs. What's the goal for you to have a dealership? Nah, if I can get a dealership now. My friend just opened up one dealership as well. Mm. My brother buys and sells cars. Would be we don't. I don't need a showroom or mm. a dealership for any of my work. If I wanted a dealership, I would have had a... Your whole a, network's on your phone a, anyway. Yeah, I would have had a shop. Yeah. I would have been in Bond Street and all these places. I don't have an issue with that. I got mm. offered a shop in Knightsbridge the other like, month and it was... The guy was desperate. He said, look, let me have it. I'll let you have it. Everything's in there. Just give me a little drink. From He wanted a million premium for his business to saying just give me something take it this business talk ain't for me I don't want a shop front anymore mm. the overheads ain't worth it no so I believe you yeah you don't need a shop or any frontage for YouTube business yeah it's mm. the same thing with like a you know trials age orders whatever the case is they don't need it because mm. people see the Instagram they know what you want to go they only go there to pick you up yeah but it's nice to have because it's almost like a like a statement 
good experience to go down to yeah, yeah. and you know get it doesn't that ever intrigue you think no no i respect them for yeah. branding themselves giving their little bags it's very cute yeah you put your logo on it oh look we went to so and so we went so and so okay you also got so and so on the price it's fine mm. do you know what i'm saying that's what you want and that's what you're gonna get six months later three months later you're gonna ring that person to sell your shit back what they're gonna say oh look buying it this that and the other and then they're going to come to me slag that person off slag that person off yeah and then they're going to come sell it to me for for less than what that person offered them reason being because they're pissed off with that person buy me one person that's pissed off with me for something I sold them you won't because I'm constantly undercutting yeah I'm not pissed off of you from buying this RM man I'm not pissed off (laughs) but yeah Yeah. no I get what you're saying like I'm I'm, I make small profit but I keep it consistent Mm. Now I don't like to sit on stock for a long time unless it's like crazy big watches but exactly what you said though what if another dealer says Chrono just undercuts all the market basically yeah let them well what do you want me to do you mm. want me to I've seen other dealers stick together saying oh look, we control the market we keep the price up you advertise it 100 grand I put it 100 grand someone's going to believe it's worth 100 grand ultimately you're ripping someone off give me a, give me a case less, like of that scenario I'll just oh, look. Some some someone messaged me long ago, saying, "Oh, you put your watch up too cheap. I've got the same watch." Which one? Uh, it was one of the, one in the yellow gold Daytona. Okay. Yeah. Rainbow. Uh, the, sorry, I the tiger. I said, "Put it up, whatever." And I was like, "Okay." Thought about it. So, why am I going to do that? I put my price. If mine sells, mine sells. Yours is overpriced. You wait in line. Mm. I've had mine the longer than you. Let mine sell. Then you can put your price up because supply and demand. There ain't another one available. He can ask what he wants. But when there's two, three of the same watches in the market, market manipulation ain't my thing. I'm not interested in bumping people. Mm. That's it. I keep it real. Whatever I paid. If I paid more than him, I'm not going to just go and lose money and just like to make sure he suffers. He, do you know what I'm saying? I so keep it, I'll be keep fair as possible. Base. Yeah, I'll be fair as possible. Yeah. But I'm also going to try and sell my product. So I'm going to be technically undercutting. But it's, for me, money makes money like I said it's mm. got to go into something else there's one thing I wanted to ask you but uh, we completely missed it yeah the whole thing is with the watch crime and all that sort of stuff happening in London or now it's happening more around the UK as well my mates in Manchester were telling me is there anything we could do as people to stop it happening or do you think nothing we can do and it's all on the feds nothing to I think we'll phase out police ain't gonna do shit people are just gonna get more vigilant and um, I hope people get more vigilant mm. I'm not saying I'm promoting violence or what knows what but honestly these people need it these people need a village beating they need something to happen to them they need PTSD that they keep talking about oh I've got PTSD mate you ain't had PTSD until someone sticks something up your ass man yeah that's what they need honestly I'd like this, this, this level has come back they need they need somebody to do that so you think it's just slowly going to trickle like, out they'll face that because they, the, the tables will turn for them mm. one way or the other and they're going to be scared of like, oh, that person's wearing a watch. Okay, they're normal. Bystanders ain't wearing watches anymore. Who's wearing a watch? Oh, this guy's wearing a watch. Yeah, cool. But that guy there is wearing a watch because he feels protected. You know, why is he feeling protected? Because he might have a gun on him. Yeah, he might have a knife on him. Or he's got security. He's got something on him to feel comfortable right now, knowing what's going on. And as someone, that person that's gone to rob him backfires. He's got a knife on him, but this guy's got a gun. Or oh, he's got a whole freaking army. Yeah, hired. then he's he's been annihilated. Yeah. Now that will snipers on the roof that, looking that, over that, him. And that, that that will that that will happen. 
I've got a feeling that's going to happen. Some, some, it's, tables are going to turn and then everyone's just going to be too scared to rob people with mm. watches because the only people that are left wearing watches are going to be people that stand there around. That's it because something needs to change and probably that will be, yeah, that would have been the most logical thing that I see happening. That that makes sense to me in my head that that's what's going to happen. Mm. But you know, it's not it's it's not what you want. You don't want more violence and out there because no, you don't know. people, other people, innocent people get caught up in this. But honestly, innocent people are very much caught up in this right now. So I don't something's got to change, and I think that's what's going to happen. No fair play. What are the income streams you got? Last time we were talking about crypto. Yeah. And you were telling me something like tie up all my money in USDT or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I trust trading currencies. So I use crypto to hold dollars. And recently I made a bit of change on it because mm. dollar strengthened the war in Ukraine. Dollar strengthened. There's no point money keeping, money weren't ever good keeping it in GBP. Yeah. GBP is plummeted. Yeah. My watches, I buy in dollars. I buy internationally, wherever it's Hong Kong dollars, US dollars, AED, they're all pegged. Mm-hmm. The money's all one. I buy watches in there. So the trade, the people I trade with, big watches, are international. Now, if I've gone and bought a watch for like, like £100,000 and I've had it six months, six months ago, the pound was at 140 you just say. So that would have been $140,000. Now, today's market, my $140,000 mm. is that 135000 £34,000. So I've just won, on top of a profit, I've won on the actual currency. Yeah. So, so basically like foreign exchange yeah that's it so well, obviously like we're it's just things that make sense people is that every session whatever's going on mm. you lose money but you also win on the on the dip you buy it on the dip goes up I'm not talking about just buying the dip on bitcoin and all this nonsense because that's too volatile for me yeah. when I say I do crypto I don't really do that I just use it for USDT yeah Tether dollars I'll, I'll use it to invest my dollars keep my dollars safe until it goes up or down buy and sell dollars with it Here's a good question, yeah. They say millionaires are made from recessions, yeah? Mm-hmm. Or millionaires come out of recessions. Yeah. Where do you think you'll be out after the recession? How many millions do you think you'll make if you make any? Or where do you think you, your business, yourself, everything's going to be stood once you come out of it? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. My business right now, people are scared to buy watches, saying, oh, it's market's dropped, whatever. What are you going to do with your money? Where are you going to put it? You're going to put it in a bank where to get weaker? Are you going to keep it under your pillowcase for at least if I'm knocking at your door and losing it? What are you going to do with your money, big man? You're going to need to put it aside. So your fear of not spending on luxury items is very going to be very short-lived. You're going to need to spend that money. And in which case, the people that actually didn't have that fear that had money would have been bought and buying everything for the low prices, the corrected prices. Now, there's nothing left for you to buy. Mm. So now you're, you're kicking yourself because you're buying at the top. Now the prices are up again. You're buying it. And that's just the way how it's always been if anything let me ask you a question yeah buying a watch yeah would you say it's easy to an easy way to move your money from country to country yeah that's really, of course it's a very easy way to move money like if I wanted to shift 300 grand to the buyer I could literally wear this on the plane pretty yeah. much or whatever the case yeah, is honestly. is it as easy as people say it is like that yeah it's literally that's what you know what I'm saying but I have a business I don't need to do all that yeah. if I want to sell a watch everything's done by invoice I do shipping I do secure shipping we have Ferrari shipping in mm. place and they like they're fully insured to the value you can put 500 grand down no problem mm. you don't have to pay 500 grand worth of duties now, now if you're smuggling and watch out of the country you're committing but if you bring it back to the country no problem but if you've bought it here and you've wanted to take your money out of the country mm. 
that's cause yourself a problem. You don't want to be like as a business. That's not that's not what we yeah, do. Yeah, as, as a business, but yeah. Criminals, yeah, of course, that's what they do. They do it with gold, diamonds, <laughs> anything, things, anything it? small with value, you can jump on a flight with. Why not? Yeah, it's what it is. That's what you know. I'm just, I can't. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to be oblivious. And like, like whoever's watching, the police, anyone watching, they know what it is. Yeah, they know I'm, how. They know what it is. As long as like we're saying something that you know, new invention ideas, whatever, new, whatever it's called. Been happening longer than, way way before I was born, so, I'm not hiding nothing, I'm not exposing anything, I don't need to. Mm. That is what it is. Your mindset's got to be very, very strong for the sort of business that you're in, yeah, because, you know, robberies happening, your Dubai altercation, uh, Julie, different things are happening, yeah, because, it just happens within that watch, industry, lifestyle industry, that sort of stuff. Just in general, would you say it's a dangerous game? That you're in it's not easy to be a watch dealer you know it's not and the thing is watch dealers are popping up everywhere now yeah you know whether they have the watch it's all sale or return whatever the case is but yeah. I mean anyone want to get into watch trade right now I think it's played out not, not, less, not particularly right now but just in general because yeah. it's dangerous it is very dangerous especially in these countries in Europe mm. Western Europe yeah, it's very, anywhere, that's, anywhere that's got a bit of wealth so it doesn't ever worry you Oh, constantly worries me. Mm. Constantly, I get. What do you think? I'm oblivious to what's going on around me. I know I've got a target on my back. I know I have to move smart. I have to do this, 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 this. I have to throw people off. It's not ideal. It's not a life I chose. I mm. wanted to shoot like it's. It's just how it is. Unfortunately, it is what it is. You just have to adapt and be smart as you can be. So, if you could go back, yeah, mm. <laughs> to when you come out of prison the first time, would you have gotten into watches? Or would you have gone down some other path? No, I would have. I think I would. I you can't stay exactly where you are. Yeah, I, I don't think I could uh, see myself in anything else. Mm. I've got a lot of friends that do different, different things. They make a lot of money doing their businesses. It just, I like to do things that I love. And that, that's not for me. Mm. If I had a passion for it, maybe I would do something different. But I don't, and I don't see myself. Um, getting into too much other things that I'm going I'm just started to go into properties mm. going to invest in a few developments and see how that takes off Probably but, a good one. you know it's like I said on my last one just you know selling a house whatever but I, and now I've got a bit more money I've got liquid to invest into other things so why not I've got the right people around me influencing me inspiring me to do other things and it's not going to affect my pocket so why not for everyone who's watching this podcast right now what message do you want to leave them with talk to the haters talk to the people Fuck you motivate well, listen talk to I don't I, what's my, your message my what's message, Corona's big message? I, I don't have a big message I, honestly I don't even have a big message man everyone be safe do you don't do any what everyone else is doing don't look at my gram and think I want to be like Corona I appreciate those messages I love you guys for wanting to be someone else but honestly you should just do you do don't don't live in your own skin yeah live in your own skin like my man's just said honestly just do you if you're broke find a job don't look at me thinking i want you want to be like me don't look at the next person think i want to have money like him this time you have because living in someone else's shadows you're never going to be happy you're going to be chasing fucking waterfalls mate you ain't going nowhere Honestly, just do you. That's yeah. a good message. Well, Adam, it's been an emotional one. 
part two, long overdue. I think I enjoyed it thoroughly. What do yeah. you think? Well, obviously, uh, you've already right. announced that this is the second time we've yeah, done a part yeah. well, two. So what do you think? The last one wasn't that I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want it going out. There, so what so. about this one? I think this one, this one was by myself. You didn't by even myself. get it to the edit of the of the last one. The last uh, one. Let me just tell you something. Yeah, we filmed. Yeah, I got home and he's he's called me saying, "Yo, we got to refilm." I think, brother, you haven't even seen the edit, the draft, nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? So yeah, you must have had it in your head, but yeah, um, it was. No, this this one was solid, and um, you know, because you've kindly given me an RM for showing love to CEO Cast, you know, sponsored me with RM, beautiful. I can't let you go empty-handed either. So obviously, I've told my boys at Sunamask to gift you a lovely treat, <laughs> a perfume. Big up Sunamask, and for everyone who's watching, you can use the code CEO Cast fifteen for fifteen percent off. Jeez, whether it's went online, from ten to fifteen, we went from. Oh, do you know what? I, I need to make it check. twenty, bro. Abid, listen, twenty percent. Make is. it twenty, man. Listen, this is for me. The fact that I'm promoting it. You're giving them 20. 20%. Yeah. I mean, that, that, you, there you go. But yeah, you can uh, do it online or I'm pretty sure you've probably got a store near you if you're watching this. Um, and other than that, people, I'll catch you next time on the next episode of CEO Cast next week, which should be a fucking banger. So I'll catch you a lot then. Love. Peace. <laughs>